This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. I'm so chuffed to be talking to this man. We know him best for his unforgettable roles on Monty Python from Flying Circus to the Meaning of Life. Now, Eric Idle reflects on the meaning of his own life and the meaning of comedy. In a one-night-only show, Say No More, he's going to be chatting about his life and his career. But before he does all of that, he's going to chat to us. Eric Idle, what a thrill. Hello. Hello. Actually, it was about my wife and my career, not the life. I think it's a misprint. <laughs> Did she insist? <laughs> She's not coming, so I can talk about her publicly. You know. <laughs> Finally, at last, you know. 45 years in, I can tell the truth. <laughs> at last, we get to hear it. Yeah. Eric, this show sounds great because our mate Sean McAuliffe is going to be talking to you for the first half of the show and then the second half is you discussing comedy and life. Um, you've had an interesting time of late. I know you only spoke recently about uh, a bout of pancreatic cancer that you got early and all seems to be going well for you. So you've lived a rich life. How do you pick which bits to talk about? Well, that's it's quite a question, actually. I, I, I try and think of things I haven't said, you know, talked about, areas I haven't discussed before. And Sean's very good. I mean, he's very efficient, and he, he's feeding, feeding me questions and things which I will eventually get. He's working on that. And uh, so I, I, I don't really know. I mean, I shall play some songs on the guitar, and, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's still in progress, so I'm not entirely sure. In fact, you're... Your update is very good. Where did you get that from? <laughs> I'll send it to you. In the first half. <laughs> I, he's going to talk all the way through the damn show as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I love that the show is called Say No More from the very famous Nudge Nudge sketch. I've been reading that that was one of Elvis Presley's favourite sketches. He used to do Monty Python sketches in bed with his partner, um, Linda, no, Linda Thompson. Oh. And he used to call people Squire. He was so taken with you guys. Did you know all of your connection with Elvis? I, I did. found out about it. It was, it was, I think, because we did the Nudge to Nudge sketch very early on on the television, uh, on a TV show. Um, but I, the, the work that Linda Thompson herself told me that she, after TV closed down in Nashville, she, Elvis would make her sit next to him in bed and do Python sketches. And I didn't believe her. And she said, no, Mrs. Thing, hello, Mrs. Entity, I need a new brain. And I said, no, 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 he didn't. And she said he did. And then I thought, well, how the hell did she know the words otherwise? <laughs> you know, I want a curry's brain. Well, Elvis saying I want a curry's brain, which relates to a small <laughs> shop in London that sells, you know, <laughs> electronics. It's just, you can't make that up. So she, I believed her finally. <laughs> what it's a mind-boggling thought, isn't it? It but really you, is. I didn't see it in the Elvis movie. No. Sure they didn't put that scene in, did they? What's Baz Luhrmann but, doing? Come on. Yeah, exactly. He, it's he, like they didn't put the song in that the other one about Jesus. Jesus, you know, they didn't put the song at the end. Uh, you're, you know, your guy, what's his name? The Australian boy. <laughs> Which one? Which one? The one, you know, the one, the bloody, the, you know, the very bloody one. You know, <laughs> anyway. Barry McKenzie? Barry McKenzie, no. Not Barry McKenzie. <laughs> it's the only film we've got. a film about Jesus. <laughs> no, hang on. Let's do this. Well, Are you do talking this. about Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, The Thank Passion you. of Mel the Christ. Gibson. He didn't put the song in the end, did he? No, he didn't. It was calling he for it. He missed out with a bloody song, the best bit yeah. of the fucking film, you know. That's right. <laughs> it was <laughs> calling for that song. It really you know, was. Because in The Passion of the Christ, there was a joke in The Passion of the Christ and everyone kind of, did you pick up the joke in The Passion of the Christ? And it's about... Oh. 
there's a bit where Jesus has made, he's made, invented the table. And Mary, his mother, is sitting there and she goes, what's this called? And he said, it's called a table. And she said, what do you do with it? And, and, he, and he got her stool and he said, well, you sit down and you eat at it. And Mary says, it'll never catch on. And that was... <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, so he was a car. It's a carpenter joke. It's a carpenter joke, but it, it was in the. When we first started to do the life of Brian, Gilliam and I started. To do, we do terrible jokes about him being crucified, and he, he, he kept falling down the cross, and he kept saying, "No, no, you need to put a pivot in there. Put, get a four-inch plank, stick it down again." So <laughs> we didn't do that, of course. When you write your material. Were you aware which of the ones would become parts of the vernacular and which ones wouldn't? Or when you saw your babies go out into the world, have you been surprised at the ones that have stuck? Um, I think on the whole, the ones that stuck were the best uh, of it. But I wouldn't have been able to tell at the time what was the best. And it's only afterwards, um, maybe by repetition and people repeating them to us, that you found out which were the more popular ones. So... Not really, because, I mean, the thing about it is we were all writers and we all put sketches in, but you never know quite who's writing at any moment when you're watching the show. Do you know what I mean? That, there's a seamless transition, there's a Michael Palin bit, and then it goes into a Cleese and Chapman bit, you know. So um, we were mainly keen on getting our bits into the show, I think, really. Mm. And, and that would be the other thing. It's like, you know, in, in a band presenting a song and you're just hoping yeah. that the other guys like it. Well, that's why I thought that George Harrison and I had such a good bond because we both played similar roles in our groups. You know, we were both uh, younger, you know, we were both facing strong, powerful people to work with. You know, he had to work with Lennon and McCartney and I've got, you know, Cleese and Chapman and Palin and Jones, both of which are writing duos. So it's harder to squeeze in when they've got two votes and you've only got one. Is this when you try to bring a sitar into Monty Python? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, it was a good idea, I thought. Loser on a sitar could go very nicely, I think. (laughs) How do you feel with people coming up to you, reciting your sketches to you? I know we spoke to Seinfeld a number of years ago, and he always seemed a bit narky that he said, yeah, I know, I wrote it. Was no, it, I thought he, I, he liked it. He, but no, he's kind of circumspect, Jerry. He's well, New York. Yeah, but how do you feel? I, people- I, think, I think the trouble is it, it, it leaves you with, unable to say anything because they've just done this thing and you go, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's not a conversation. Or I like him to say, hello, I like, you know, oh, hello, what do you do? You know, I mean, you have a, a human conversation. But if somebody comes up and says, you know, recites an old sketch, you, there's nothing to be said, is there? You, where, where do you pick up from there? Mm. Or someone I, I comes up, very rude. Yeah, or someone comes up and just says, you're Eric Idle, then yeah, you're right, yeah. there's no conversation, I, is there? I would say, no, I'm not at that point. No. <laughs> I'm Michael Palin. <laughs> yeah, he's rude, so rude. Well, Eric, it's always great to talk to you. Just for Laughs Sydney has announced an exclusive one show only of Say No More in conversation with Eric Idle at the State Theatre. It's December 1. It's amazing. I can't wait. Well, I can't wait either. I'm very looking forward to coming to Australia. I love Australia. Because, oh, and the last time we caught up with you was like 2016 and nothing's happened between then and now. So, um, Absolutely nothing. So next time we'll, <laughs> we'll find something to talk about the next four years. Or something, okay? <laughs> so great to talk to you, Eric. Thank you. Nice Thank to talk you. to you. Thanks for having me.